can see the demon in you that doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Man, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Man, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Man, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say. your host Dre back again I got O'Neal back you know um as always you know start the podcast the same way thank y'all for taking the time out to listen thank you for all of the subscriptions to the YouTube I need those to get closer to this bag so keep doing that there's a link in the description you can go do all the stuff you can follow all the social medias you can go be a paid subscriber you can go Subscribe to the YouTube. You can just do any of the stuff through this one little link. I made it real easy for you, so, you know, knock that out. Um, I know I told you O'Neal would be here weekly. Uh, or at least every two weeks was the plan. Minimum every two weeks. And then we was like, oh, let's just do every week, you know, whatever, whatever. And we did last week. I don't want you to think we didn't. We did. But. <laughs> I was a little drunk. We were. It, you know, it got random. <laughs> we'll call it that. We'll call it that. We'll call it that. Uh, yeah, we were we were all over the place, and uh, so I'm gonna put that up still, uh, but not for not not for free. I'm gonna need that five dollars. You wanna <laughs> you wanna see us in our most raw form? You're gonna have to be one of the one of the subscribers. That'll be bonus content. I'll put that up for y'all in the next day or two. Yeah. But um, I'm not gonna talk much, y'all. O'Neill says she has a story. Um, <laughs> and she says that it's it's absolutely worth us hearing. So, um, what, Man. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So crazy work week. Honestly, you know, I work in hospitality. I work in wine, and um, you know that just it comes with a lot of spontaneous things sometimes. <laughs> so we hosted a wine dinner. Um, you know, I was the host, we did a partnership with a winemaker and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. However, the turnout was not great. I was only supposed to have, um, eight people confirmed and then only two couples ended up showing up and, you know, so it just ended up being very intimate and that is foreshadowing. <laughs> intimate, yeah, intimate is the word. So it was me and two couples, right? She so. said it, that is foreshadowing. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. Like, it's so, you know, at the end of the day, it's it, it's still going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink some great wine. We're going to talk about the wine and the winemakers and the vineyards. And, you know, they're going to eat, have a great time. And, and it should have gone well. So the first couple shows up. You know, hadn't met them before, kind of introduced myself, and, you know, they're an interracial couple, older white man, black chick, maybe in her 30s, right? So I just say hello, you know, whatever. And she kind of looks familiar to me. And I'm like, huh, that's weird, because, like, I don't really know anybody in Houston like that. When you say, hold on, you got to remind, because when you say older white man, younger black girls, it's like one of the classic, like, obvious, because, you know, Houston is is the sugar daddy capital of the United States. 
Well, I don't know if it how it started, um, but I do know that at, in this moment I saw a wedding ring. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know, cool, whatever. She's in it for the long game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they seemed cute, you know. They were they were. Um, I think he was having a bar, uh, a beer at the bar, and she was having a glass of sparkling. And I was like, all right, you know, they're pre gaming at the bar. Yeah. They're going to be fun, ready to go in the wine dinner when we go into the private event. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. So the other couple's running a little bit of, a little bit late. So um, I go ahead and I lead them back to the private room where we're going to be having the wine dinner. You know, I set up, I decorated, mm-hmm. I made it super cute. And I'm just chatting them up. And she's like, um, I'm like, okay, like, you know, you guys from Houston? They're like, oh, no, we moved here about like a month ago. Okay. And I'm like, huh, where'd y'all move from? She was like, New Orleans. I said, I just moved from New Orleans like a year ago. You're best friends now. Yeah. Right? And she was like, oh, okay, like, and I was like, yeah, like, I lived in New Orleans since I was a teen. I was born in Mobile. She was like, oh, I went to college in Mobile. I went to Spring Hill. So I was like, okay, um, wait a minute. Everything started clicking. I had met this woman Because you did before. say that she looked familiar. I have met this woman before. Okay. It was like, remember on Jimmy Neutron when he just like had a brain blast? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was me. Y'all, you know I love cartoons. 90% right. of my t-shirts is cartoons. Today I'm just on my little hippie vibe. Shit. It's cute. It's cute. Thank you. So, I like, I have an outer body experience to about a month before I moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. I was visiting a homegirl at her restaurant she was bartending. They had half-price bottles of wine, and you know I was leaving soon, so I wanted to make sure I saw all my friends and everything before I left. Yeah. So about halfway through me having dinner, catching up with my friend, that young lady sat next to me at the bar at the restaurant, and she tells me her whole life story. In the beginning, it seems like very innocent, and it very quickly turns into. This bitch is a hotep. She's a pick me. Um, she starts shading me for being biracial. Oh, yeah, like all of all of this, right? Oh, so Which that's the just just on some side <laughs> shit. That's some of the driest shit that people do to me I'm when just they like existing, bruh. <laughs> like you didn't sign up. You didn't. You don't. We don't wake up. They to me, some black people treat biracial people like y'all got to pick your parents and you chose a white one. Like, right. damn, you chose a white for a parent? Like, <laughs> I didn't choose either of my parents, actually. Right. But anyway. But, see, I never go too hard on that topic. Because sometimes biracials yeah. be yeah. doing a lot. Yeah. So I, on, on those Twitter threads, like, I always exit the chat because I'm like, you about to embarrass the fuck out of us. Yep. Please shut the fuck oh, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. please shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, Facts. yeah, but that's another story for another day. So, she's kind of shading me on that. She's definitely saying some ho tappery shit. She's talking about how, you know, she has an engineering degree, but, um, you know, she realized that a woman's place is to be submissive and at home oh. and honor her man. And she's telling me that she's engaged to this beautiful Trinidadian man and he has a lot of money and she's going to be a housewife and like very elaborate details, right? To a stranger. To a stranger. Unprovoked. Do you get that a lot? Yes. I Me do. too. Yeah. I, I do. don't I don't like it. When I was on <laughs> probation and I was like court mandated to go to AA for two years. Oof. Yo. 
always wants to talk to me. Yeah. They always want to talk to me. Yeah. To be approachable is just such a double-edged sword. But I'm chilling. You know, I'm talking to my friend. I've pretty much had blocked her out for the most part. I wasn't being rude or anything. It's just like, I knew very early on in that conversation that I was not about to make a friend. Thanks. So, you know, she's telling me she's moving to Trinidad. She's got this beautiful Trinidadian man, black love. He built a, a beautiful mansion in Trinidad, and they're going to go move there, right? So that story ends there. Fast forward a year later. Here she is sitting in my private dining room. Married to this white man. Married to a white man. So she, you know. She's about to go create some disgraces like you. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. Right. Right. So, so I clock her. Because I just remember, like, really hating the conversation. Mm-hmm. She obviously just told me a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I know all about you. You got your degree in this. You lived here for a while. You worked for this person. And she, her eyes just, like, bugged, right? And her husband's like, oh, that's great. Like, look at you. We've been, we've been in Houston for a month, and you're already running into someone that you knew from New Orleans, and he's just moving on. I let it go. I'm like, all right, we still have a dinner to do. I'm just like, okay, well... Cool, it's like super nice to see you again. Yeah, you at work. I'm at work. At the end of the day, I, I don't care. I'm not here to be friends. I'm here to host. Yeah, I'm, a, a I'm wine literally experience. getting paid to be here. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like my bread and butter. This is my shit. So, all right, boom. Get the dinner started. The other couple gets here. The entire time, like she's talking over me, interrupting me. Mind you, it's not, you know, I sometimes have wine dinners that are 40, 50 people. Mm-hmm. So, having a conversation with someone that's sitting next to you while I'm speaking to 50 people, 40 people, 30 people, no big deal. Nothing. There's only four, y'all. Can you shut the fuck up? Like, yeah, it's like, it, it at a point, it's like you almost. You want to do this? You disrespecting me too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know I got to do this, right? right? So, just let me get through it real quick. You right. signed up to come do this. Don't be on that. Right, like you, you're not in a class. Yeah, the way you people, it's a, that's another conversation. Because the way people treat people in mm-hmm. in our industry, because yeah. they feel like we are obliged to have to like let them at the ass, crazy. But anyway, crazy. So about halfway through the dinner, she's feeling herself. She completely derails the topic of conversation. And just decides, you know, I'm in and out, I'm getting wine, I'm getting glasses, I'm, I'm making things happen, and, you know, they're going through courses. I walk in to the, to the tone of, I don't think trans people are people. They're mentally ill. Yes. Oh. She refuses to respect anyone's pronouns, but she feels she wants to call them, she'll call them. And everyone else is like, I mean... You know, they're older white people, and, and the other couple is like, I mean, I guess, like, they're kind of agreeing with her, not really shutting it down, but also, like, this is a wild shit. conversation to have at a wine dinner. They right? like, they like, is this a, they like, am I, they like, y'all trying to set me up. Yeah. Them know. white folks is probably in there like, hell no, I ain't about to say that, that. yeah, if that's how you feel. Right, right. <laughs> it, it was just so bizarre, and so I kind of, I'm like, all right, I... I shut down a bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I got to just get through this. I got to get through this. How do you not? Yeah. I, I had a moment. I took, like, a really deep breath, and I was like, okay, just get through it. Yeah. And 
you know, they're on the last course and I have, you know, my chef come in and come talk to them and thank them for coming out and hope they enjoyed everything. Um, I exit, I come back in when, you know, we're, we're settling payment and everything and just kind of wrapping up. So I'm making my final entrance and I walk in and they are making out the interracial couple mm-hmm. making out hardcore. Mind you, no one is in this room. But them and another couple. Okay, yeah, the other couple is still there. Okay, They're still there. Okay. And the look on the other couple's face, like, they looked at me like, help me. And so I walk in and I'm thinking, like, okay, I'll startle them. I'm like, hey, guys, like, what's going on? They still, they keep going at it. She's moaning. She's moaning loud, making out with her husband. I swear to God. No. So eventually. <laughs> I swear I'm to God. Dying. I swear to God. Oh my God. So me loudly announcing myself didn't break them up. So finally I was, I said, hey, you know, we're just going to finish up here. It'll only be a few minutes. And I sit down at the table and they break up once I say that and they the husband just kind of looks mad embarrassed, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, laughing, like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, just got wrapped up in the moment. I said, it's good, you know, and then I just continued to talk about, you know, whatever the fuck I was talking about, and she's, like, scowling at me, drunkenly. She's drunk, and she's very inebriated. Obviously. And she snatches her husband's hand, face and begins to, like, make out with him even more, and he starts finger-banging her at the table. And everything goes out the window at that point. Everything. You watched, have you ever watched a Drink pop, uh, drink, a drink Champs interview? Um, have I watched one? Yeah, but yeah. like you don't watch it regularly? Not regularly. Have you ever heard Nori talk about, so how, so, so, oh, so you was, you was out there finger-popping shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. And he was finger-popping shit at the wine dinner. <laughs> It was the wildest shit. So obviously I kicked them out. Mm-hmm. They leave immediately. It really makes me think that they get off on that type of shit. Definitely gotta be. For sure. But I was so disgusted. The other couple, they, you know, they were fine. They're some regulars of mine. They were fine. They were like, that was crazy. We'll be at the next wine dinner. You know what I mean? They. they I love that. I love that, that part of it. They were just like, what the fuck was that? And then they're... Just like, all right, well, we'll see you in October, whenever it is. So. I've never. Never. I, I have dealt with having, you know, a couple off in the very side at Booth thinking nobody can see them. Have some shit going on under the table. I'm sitting at the table. Like, I could touch you. That's how close they were. And they did not care. I'm talking about homeboy was just going at it. And so, yeah, I kicked them out. But the funniest part, <laughs> they left a five-star review. I swear to God. I swear to God. They left a five-star review. <laughs> well, y'all don't got none of the mentally ill trainees in there, so. Yes. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Like, I don't know about y'all, but we had a great time. Five stars. It's the audacity. It's so that that has been my week. Wild. Wild. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, so gross, there's a dude. there's a segment and I'm definitely going to cut this and put the sound in it. 
what I'm saying? For real nigga story time. They're my <laughs> stories all the time. You know what I'm saying? But you definitely get the sound for this one. You definitely you. gonna. It's an honor. Will. It was against my will, but I'm I am, here. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what do you call I've it? I've been caught up in the moment, for sure. But in a well-lit wine dinner with two strangers sitting Yeah, and I feel like, so for y'all, like, like uh, That's wild. I don't know if we clarified this, that we know each other because we used to work together, but I know exactly what the room she's talking about looks like. It's not that big. It is not dim. Like, because I feel like in your minds, you may be thinking like, oh, a wine dinner is probably like really dim and intimate. It's not. The lights are bright. The yeah. room is not that big. The, you, the way it can be sectioned off, in truth, did you probably only have four tables in there, huh? For the, the four couples that should have been there? So, we didn't even do that. Because we had only booked eight people, we did a block table. So, so they were at two, the same two, table? Two. Oh, shit! I'm trying to tell you. This whole time I'm thinking that they're just in the same small room. They're no, at the same table. We all sitting at the ta- same table. Legit. That's wild. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I was really angry when it happened. I, I definitely had some choice words. And I told them to get the fuck out. Sorry. But I, at that point... What you that, for? I, you can, no, oh no, we just can't cuss early on okay. in the YouTube <laughs> videos. From what I've been told. We'll you know see. what I'm saying? We'll find we could be dropping a bunch of... Uh, fuck this and nigga that in the first five <laughs> minutes or so, they'd be like, oh, we ain't gonna get your black ass no money. Right. But by the time you get this deep in, we good. We're good. We good. Yeah, we good. Fuck, fuck them. I think at a certain point, you know, it the threshold of my professionalism only goes so far. Because I know that we're joking and it's funny, but it really does fall under the umbrella of sexual assault. I was thinking that when you were saying it, I yeah. was like, what would you call that? Like, what would you call that somebody? That is sexual assault. Straight up. It's... Because, okay, so he's playing with her parts, but, like, what if she whipped out his dick? You know what I'm saying? That's fair. You That's fair it's because just, you it's, do... It's on the same level to me. Yeah, it is the same. It is. It is. It's fucking gross. So, yeah, my professionalism went out the window with that. We're not professional anymore. <laughs> you're fucking in here. Yeah. Like, you're like... <laughs> yeah. The other couple, they, they, didn't, they didn't say shit. They, I mean, they, they were real, real buzz. You know what I'm saying? But me, sober... I ain't had a lick to drink. So I said, you It wasn't funny out. to you. You didn't get... It wasn't... Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie. I would have been in there laughing pretty hard. It would have been... <laughs> I don't... I would have kicked them out. But... I don't know. They could have called me on the right day. And I would have been like... What you gonna do if I don't kick you out? <laughs> Am I gonna come back in here and y'all are gonna actually be fucking in my restaurant? <laughs> it's like... One, I would have listened. Listen. I would have waited until they was naked and kicked them out. All right, y'all got to go. What is y'all doing here? Get out. Uh-uh. Grabbing their clothes and shit so they can't put them back on. Running with their clothes to the door. Talking about, no, we leaving. Come on. Out here. Bring your old ass balls out here, nigga. You get <laughs> Wait, so the final, the final part, because I, I know I'm going on, but. No, you're the... not. The story continues. <laughs> so listen, right? Remember I told you how I met this girl. I was visiting my friend. Yeah. She worked at a restaurant in New Orleans. I called her the next day. I was like, bitch, do you remember that, like, really throwed off girl? She kept, like, shading me for being biracial. She kept talking about black love, black love. And then, oh, in addition to her hotepery, uh, my homegirl had box braids at the time. Yeah. And she shaded her for that. 
she was like, my man likes me all natural. I would never put no weave in my hair. I would never have no braids in my hair. Right. So we both remembered the girl because she was just off. And I told her the whole story. I was like, girl, I bet she'll never show her face again and all that. She said, oh, she will. I said, what? She was like, oh, that girl, she's a drunk. Not once, but twice her manager, after like the front door's been locked and everything, you know how you check the restrooms to make sure there's no one left in the building? Twice she was passed out in the bathroom, drunk as fuck. And the manager had to crawl under the door to come get her. And I said, and she stopped coming, right? She was like, no, girl. She used to just wait a week or two, and then she would come back. So, like, the girl... Oh, so last week was crazy, huh? Right. Like, that was... If I pass out in a restroom stall, on God, y'all never see me again. You will never see me again. You will never see me again. You will think I died that night. Yeah, like, you will never see me again. I'm good. There's so many restaurants in the city. But everybody don't got shame. That is true. Everybody ain't got shame. She may not even remember it. So, I said, oh, she's a drunk. But he's, but, I mean, he just taking what he can get. Yeah. That's what it really be out here. A motherfucker be lonely as hell. They be finding somebody who gonna stay with their ass because, and it's two people who putting up with each other because they just don't want. He gave money, though. He, uh. like, he gave off money. Like, that was the vibe I was getting. Like, you know, he was telling me they have been together for seven years. Seven years. So, like, she gave up her her high-paying engineering job, which I do believe. I do believe that part. Like, I do think that she did go, at some point, go into the engineering field. Why? Um. I only say that because we got experience with people who just make up stories. And you be believing the stories. Oh, stop. You have such a... O'Neal just has such a good heart. She's like, she's really Anne Frank. She believes that deep down, people are all good. <laughs> Oh, a nigga man. like me though? <laughs> no. I be seeing the bullshit from a mile away. I be no. like, I don't think you telling me the fucking truth. Dog. First of all, first That's of all, nice. you say you have a lot of money for your hair to always look like that. But anyway, so oh, so we, we're not talking about that, right? Yeah, <laughs> damn. But yeah, it, it was wild. I mean, so it was basically she just made everything up, everything up that she told me when I met her. And everything comes full circle. Like, imagine how random that is. I haven't seen you. I've been in Houston like a year and a month. And then I run into you. I'm telling you, she looked like she saw a dead body once she realized who I was. I named the restaurant. I, I remembered what she was drinking. I was like, yeah, you had Peju, Sauvignon Blanc, California. Like that. Her eyes bucked. I swear to God. Not you knew what she drank. I did because I kind of judged her. Yeah. Sorry. Sips Corona. Sips Corona. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this fancy Corona. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Sips Corona. I did kind of judge her. Because there was better bottles. Available. That. Yeah. Because it, it was like a Wine Wednesday half price bottle. So that was the incentive. And I was like, ooh, you went with that? But listen, in, a good wine is a wine that you like. That's take take the pretentiousness out of it. But I... Down to what the bitch was drinking, I remembered her. Crazy. That is crazy, because my memory is not that. I would have remembered, and I would have been like... If someone sat next to you for an hour and a half while you're trying to eat, and pretty much, like, that shaded you so the whole time... So. Oh, no, they don't shade no, me. People yeah. don't shade me. And I don't understand the- why people shade you, though, because, like, you're not small for a woman. 
No. Like, no. to be a woman, it's not like you're like a petite, small, short woman who is right. like all like, you really... But when you're like, and you and you also give, I could fuck you up if I wanted to. <laughs> like to be clear, if you ever like be around no nail for a long lifted. period of time, I do. Yeah, you give like, not like I like to fuck people up. No, you know what I'm saying. But like, no, I would definitely whoop your ass. Like <laughs> if you like just start fucking with me, like I would invite you. I would like try and like push your head into the bar. Like, like I would. <laughs> I'll be trying to harm you so that you would. <laughs> the way it wasn't just like, oh, this girl disrespected me for an hour and a half. That wasn't it. Because you know how hoteps are. Yeah, she wasn't trying to disrespect you. Right. She, she was, was just... trying to show me the way, sister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, nah. You yeah. sound like a pick me Kill your bitch. white daddy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Free your mama and yourself from the oppression <laughs> of your cracker ass daddy. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, I uh, can't. What? Yeah, yeah, God already did that. He's over. I'm just trying that. to eat a spinach dip right now, dog. Like, it ain't even. I came here for a half price bottle of wine. Yeah. That's why the wine so And cheap. then she's. Yeah, the random, like, rant on my friend about wearing box braids. Like, the whole thing just came off very weird. And, like, trying to tell me and my friend that, you know, where a woman belongs is really in the house. Like, barefoot and pregnant. Well, she was just telling you that she used to be like you and misguided. (laughs) Thinking that she was supposed to provide for herself and have ambitions (laughs) and things like that. I have freedom to do what I want. I have to answer to anyone. (laughs) The nerve of me. What is you going to do without a man telling you? I don't even, I don't know how I've made it this far. Yeah, really? I mean, because you're probably mentally ill, ill too. I was gay. Yeah, I was going to say, because you're probably mentally ill, too. Yeah. But, like, she look at it like transgenders, they got, like, schizophrenia. You just got, like, anxiety. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a lesser mental illness. Right. For sure. But if you was a gay man, it would be a little bit more. It's like it's like levels. It's levels. Yeah. Because if her husband wants a second wife, I'm sure that's cool. Maybe that's what they that's were propositioning you for. But it was all a lie. She was married to a white man. <laughs> that's Those were the I'm... ones projecting, projecting, and that's why when like the biracial discourse happens on on Twitter, I stay far away. I know who I am. I know how I was raised. Like I don't have any insecurities about who I am. I, I, what? It's weird to me <laughs> that like people really do try and project so much of their insecurities yeah. onto you when it comes to stuff like that. Right. And it's like. Even it used to bother me more when I was younger. Now as I've gotten older, it doesn't bother me as much because I kind of know what it's rooted in. Yeah. In a lot of instances, but like little shit, like anytime someone would say something to me, like, "Oh, you just like the you 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 don't really fuck with black girls. You only fuck with white girls." And I'm like, "That's super not true." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, like for me in particular, my oldest daughter, I had her in high school. Her mom is black. Yeah. So it's like off the rip. I got like. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I clearly know this fucking white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, and but we adopted her. I, yeah, we adopted her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, but no, they'll be like, oh, well, she's not really black. She's mixed. And it's like, what? All right. So, with what? Black. Yeah. And German. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But black, though. So, black, I'm like, though. she's still black. Like, she yeah. still counts. As black. Ethnicity, race, be really, really whooping the ass. It is. And it's like, at some points, like, I feel bad because some of it I genuinely feel like is, like, low-key trauma to a degree. Like, I was I was yeah. talking to this girl. It is. I was talking to this girl, and she said something about, like, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically, like, 
she takes me and I didn't text her back, but like she does that shit all the time or something like that or whatever. And I like I was like, ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? And she like, you saying that because I'm dark skinned? And I was like, no, no, that's a colloquialism. Yeah, it's just a saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, well, da 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 da. And then she tried to go like all left the hotel on me and I let her speak her little piece or whatever. That's the last conversation we ever had. 100%. I was like, yeah, for sure. Okay, I got you. Right. I'm good. Yeah, my sister in Christ. It's not that. I'm not doing this with you. Yeah, it is a lot of projection, but it is so, because there's not just like one spectrum of blackness. Exactly. It is so specific to the person. You know, people talk about it a lot about, oh, which one, which one's the white parent, which one's the black parent. And I do understand that discourse because growing up, the standard of beauty in my household was a black woman. And that shit be making a difference. I could see that making a huge difference. It does. I didn't even think about that. It does. That's something I've never considered. So when you when you talk to biracial children or adults, fuck, that have, or especially with women that I find, this is just me personally, yeah. no research backing this up, but I do find a stark difference between myself and them who grew up with a white mother even though I'm sure all the best intentions were at hand, it's just fucking different, man. It is. It's like growing up, it's, it's like any other dynamic in your life growing up shapes your, who you are. Yeah. Um, but I do like to drop that point every now and then with, it has to do with self-esteem, how you carry yourself, um, recognizing misogyny, recognizing massage noir. That's very different, you know? Because I saw the way I was treated Versus how my mother is treated. My mother's darker than you. You know, we talked about that before. Yeah. But I off rip. I you know what I'm saying? My mother would ask for some stuff and be given a cold shoulder in a business, a restaurant, a place of worship. I, a child, would go up and oh, sure, no problem. And of I'm like, course. what the fuck was that about? I'm saying so. You're older. You like, oh, that's what it was about the whole time. And it's wild that, right? And and that's one thing. Like, I never want to make it seem like I'm underselling it or like I don't think it's real because I know it is. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But But like, it carries different in each family, in each person, and everything. So, facts. I stay far away from biracial discourse because biracials be embarrassing as fuck. Sometimes I'm not even gonna hold you. Right. I mean, but (laughs) when you think about it, though. Everybody who tries to be the spokesperson for the group always is. Right. Like, anytime you see somebody speaking on behalf of niggas, I be want to be like, not my niggas. And the rules change. Anybody going for J. Cole? Ain't nobody going... Oh, well, they did go for Lotto. But now, not really much anymore. You That's know what true. I'm saying? Like, Nobody cares about J. Cole shit when he be up. J. Cole say some problematic shit here and there. But He a rapper. He's a rapper. Good he's man. a man. Yeah. He's biracial. Yeah. But y'all had all that shit to say about Lotto. Facts. Whatever. That's a different thing. It is. I don't know (laughs) what they said about her either because I don't listen to her music. They had an issue with her. When she really first started getting attention, they had an issue with her her rap name. Oh, because she calls herself that? Mulatto, yeah. I mean, whatever, nigga. I'm not really triggered. I don't care. Yeah, me neither. It's all about who y'all niggas like that week. That's all that matters. And I think that one thing about me is I just I'm just conscious enough to be able to say And it changes. I don't know shit about that and I don't care. Like I don't know that person and I don't really care about what they have going that. on. Yeah, it's whatever. She could do yeah. what she wants. Now if like bad baby came out and called herself that, we're gonna have an issue. Even that though, she definitely says nigga. 
She's definitely a white girl who says nigga. I felt like she yeah. gave those vibes on her very first appearance on Dr. Phil. Right. Yeah. Anyway. She got a good manager, though. She does. Because she is like, yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm keep this bread. Yeah. Why are we talking about uh, about the interracials, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great. Let's, let's make this a theme. O'Neal made me turn my couch sideways, y'all, because she said it looked like a casting couch. It did. <laughs> it did. That's funny. Which, like, thanks for putting my search history on blast. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's <okay. laughs> thanks. Oh, that shit is funny. Okay, so, um, y'all probably know, some of you might, some of you don't. It happened, like, two months ago or something like that, the original story, uh, yeah. didn't it? Before, I think you know, more than two months. You know what we're going to do before we do this? I'm going to turn the air on. Okay. Before it starts getting hot. That's always my favorite smell. The smell of the heat. The first time you turn the heat on in the winter, it smells like someone's ironing church pants. You know what I'm saying? I know the smell. Yeah. I know the smell. I I wouldn't say it smelled like ironing church pants. I would say it's more like, I hate this fucking one. Like, yeah. I would say it's more like, uh, I don't know what the smell is. It just smells like heat to me. I wouldn't even call it nothing else. Like, But I know exactly what you're talking about. Too specific? (laughs) No, no, no. It's perfect. All right, to the story, though. Influencer charged in stabbing murder a boyfriend inside Miami apartment. Um, an Instagram influencer has been charged. Depending on where you read this, they like to throw the OnlyFans model up there. They'd be like, OnlyFans model, Instagram influencer. <laughs> you know, white girl who gets lots of likes on her pictures. Um, uh, Instagram influencer who has been charged with murder after allegedly fatally stabbing her boyfriend inside a luxury Miami high-rise in April. Courtney Kleene, a 26-year-old OnlyFans model, was taken into custody on Wednesday in Hawaii after being charged with second-degree murder with a deadly weapon in connection to April... In connection to the... They're missing some words in there. In connection to the <laughs> April 3rd death of her boyfriend, 27-year-old Christian... He was he was an African, and I don't know how to say their names. Ubumsele? O B U M S E L I. Can you say it? I think you're right. Obum Saleh. Obum Saleh. Saleh. Maybe. Obum. Christian. Yeah, Christian. Twenty-seven-year-old Christian. Christian O. <laughs> uh, the Miami Herald first reported the Miami Day State's Attorney's Office is set to hold a press conference about the arrest on Thursday afternoon, citing a press conference. Citing in a press conference that the arrest report is sealed, but that a social media personality was charged in connection with Christian's murder. Claney's <laughs> <laughs> uh, defense attorney uh, confirmed the charges to the Daily Beast and said that his client had been at a Hawaiian rehab facility for PTSD. Whoa, I didn't know that. Is it like PTSD because like murder and my boyfriend really fucked me up? wasn't well i'll let you finish yeah yeah the lawyer added that they are disappointed that the state attorney saw an arrest warrant and noted that his client has cooperated with the investigation from the beginning 
We are shocked at Courtney's arrest based on the based upon clear evidence of the self defense in this matter. Um, Kristen attacked her and choked her that evening. Courtney had no choice but to meet force with force. We vigorously defend Courtney and clear her of this unfounded and baseless charge. He added, "The Miami Police Department did not immediately respond." To the Daily Beast request for comment, the arrest makes the lar- marks the largest development in the investigation into the grizzly slaying. The Miami Police Department previously said on April 3rd, officers responded to a report of a stabbing at the luxury building around 5 p.m. where they found him who found Christian who worked in cryptocurrency with a knife wound. Female was located on the scene and interviewed by detectives. He was then transported to the hospital where he was later pronounced dead. Details of his death remain unclear. Police spokesperson previously said the pair had been involved in a pre in a physical altercation prior to the attack. Mm. Uh, yeah, local media reports also indicated that Claney was detained at the scene and taken to a mental health facility under the state's Baker Act, which allows police to involuntarily commit a person for up to 72 hours. Uh, we have always offered... Uh, to self-surrender if charges were filed in an effort to begin the legal process of clearing her charges. Uh, they said it's an absolute injustice to charge a victim of domestic violence and human trafficking with a crime. She was clearly defending herself. And then it's like, we know who she is. Um, they said reports say that they this is the first time they've had a physical altercation. We've seen her hit him. I've never seen him hit her. Ask Yvonne, one of the couple's friends, from what we've told from what we've personally experienced between both of them, we believe that Christian wouldn't put her in a position where she would need to stab him to protect herself. A neighbor told the same outlet that she had witnessed uh, him swing at her about a week before the incident, though. Yikes. Yeah, so it's like a bunch of he said, she said. Like, it's a bunch of... Yeah. It sounds like that's what's crazy about these super toxic relationships to me. Yeah. When it go all the way left and you start, like, really trying to, like, parse through what happened. Right. It's... People only know the parts that they saw. Right. So you got one friend being like, he would never hit her. Then you got the neighbor being like, I mean, I seen him swing at Miss yesterday. Right. What did our What did our guy say? There's two banks to every river. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Listen, there's two banks to every. I think he said stream, but still. Yeah. He says, yeah. There's two banks to every stream. You goddamn right. There's two stars on two sides to every story. So. This is her first time in custody. Yeah, so the first time, it's like they committed her for 72 hours. They were like, this bitch is clearly crazy. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, if you kill your nigga, you probably are a little crazy, right? Right. Or even if you, like, just been through something. Like, I mean, okay. So I did make the joke. Like I said, I did make the joke, like, was she in there for killing her nigga? But I mean, like, if you really were in a relationship with somebody and they got so violent with you, or put you in a position where you really did feel like you had to kill them for your own self-defense, that would fuck you up. Yeah. It would fuck me up. If you're a normal person. Yeah. If you're yeah. a normal human being and you had to, like, murder a person on some dry shit, it like, would fuck you up. How does it get up. to that? That's super unfortunate. So this is her first time in, in police custody. Yeah. And they arraigned her from Hawaii? No, they wouldn't pick their ass up from Hawaii. Okay. She's in, so right now, I didn't get to that in this story, but I read uh, I read it earlier. Thank you. And she, you're welcome. She is, um, she's on the big island still, basically waiting to get extradited to Miami. She hasn't been arraigned on charges yet. She's she's waiting on that. Okay. 
So, um... And they're... Sorry, what were the charges? Like, first degree, second degree? Second degree murder. Second degree murder with a dangerous weapon. Okay. Which is, like, in, 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 like, in the moment. You so know what I'm saying? Do you remember when Non-premeditated. the broke and they pulled up all of Christian's tweets? Yeah, they did. They did dig. They, they was like, yeah, he wanted them niggas who don't really fuck with niggas. Yeah. Not saying that he deserved that, but I do remember that being a thing of, like, you know, pretty much overwhelmingly, like, black women were, at least from what I saw, look how he talks about us, like, you know, we're not going to bat for him, and... <sighs> Rightfully so, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying that know, it is... So, it is It is the job It's not of, a hill that they're going to die on. Well, look, the, I think people feel like Twitter is the place where things are supposed to get adjudicated, like... Right. It doesn't Not fucking real. matter if you, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if you, if you don't fuck with them because like that's, fu- to me, right. that is one of the realest statements someone can make because usually they'll be like, oh, here's all these other reasons why we should da 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 but to just be able to say, oh no, he said some shit that I don't like a while ago, I don't really give a fuck what happened to that day. Right. 99.9% of the discourse that we see around it, none of these people are doing anything for either camps. You're not advocating, you know, you're not harassing the district attorney's office for justice. You're not contributing into anyone's and, you know, but that's just how that shit go. Be entertained. I take it with a grain of salt, but I just remember that part coming out after he'd been stabbed to death and that's wild to live in a world where somebody could stab you up and motherfuckers be like, did you see what he said on Twitter? Like, damn, nigga, like, can y'all figure out if this bitch killed me or not? But, so, I will say that that's not their job, though. Right. That's the job of the police, basically. Right. And it's weird for me to have conversations like this because sometimes... That is the legacy he left. Like, I feel the same way about Kevin Samuels. Like, they all cried, like, man, that man dead. That's disrespectful. Da, 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 da. Look at the material. Yeah. What a what a terrible, terrible fucking legacy to leave. Yeah, I feel that all day. So, no. It's fuck just, that. I, I you was, put the shit out there. It's, and, 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 and you did it for content. And you did it for laughs and clicks and shit or whatever. Like, it's I'm not the police. Right. If, right. if I saw, if they released a statement that said, like, Officers who are working on it were like sharing text messages between each other, like, oh, that motherfucker deserved to die because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. Or like, it was investigators who were like, oh, you see what he said about black women? I don't give a fuck. If it was a black woman who was supposed to be right. in charge of finding out whether or not he was murdered or yeah. whether or not it was self defense or whatever, and her, her vibe was, well, fuck it, it could be self defense because he don't fuck with right. black women, I would have a problem. 100%. But a black woman whose job is... Yeah, a black woman who work at... Wherever. Wherever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I was going to say like a regular-ass place. I don't want to make it seem like it's just only motherfuckers who ain't got good jobs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could be working at Target. You could be the vice president of a Fortune 500 company. If your job is not to prosecute crime, (laughs) it don't fucking matter. got canceled on your own podcast. On my own shit, bro. I said wherever. Yeah, wherever. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let me cut you off. Yeah. When you say some, somebody come at you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so we only. So, so black women only. So we pick fruit now? Like. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, you know, but, you could just be working at the hospital. Yeah. Like a neurosurgeon. Yeah, yeah. 
Look, and see, I'm about to get canceled again. I'm about to say, yeah, they be nurses. Surgeons. Surgeons. <laughs> like, right, right. My mom's a whole ass doctor now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. But, yeah, that's wild. But you remember, like, when this whole situation first happened, they were like, oh, she out drinking. She out kicking it with her friends. And she still got the blood on her from killing the nigga. And, like, some other shit. Like, shit. Yeah, they was really acting like her vibes afterwards were what made people feel like she was guilty. Because she didn't, like, move like a woman who had just murdered a motherfucker who tried to kill her. But also, how you expect somebody like that to move? Like, You have to manage your expectations, but she was out partying? I mean, but but look, ask yourself this, right? That's bad counseling from your attorney. Facts. But when you think about yourself, your friends, whatever. Yeah. In their worst moments, where are your friends at? Yeah. Just be real, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not trying to cut for this white lady. I don't know shit about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she did the shit too. So it's like, I'm definitely not trying to cut for her. But, but just, just to play devil's advocate, being yeah. out, getting fucked up, isn't necessarily an indicator of guilt. Because for me, every time something bad has happened in my life, I've been like trying to hit my homies up. Like, what's up? I'm just trying. I don't want to think this about is, this. This is not okay. Like something bad happening in your life like and then murdering yourself murdering your boyfriend even though it may be quote unquote self defense or whatever you know we'll see they gonna get to the bottom of it I'm just saying everybody don't wallow that's wild that's all I'm saying some people be like they they like they hermit like they'll go and like but some people will be like I can't do that yeah I I was teammates with a girl who in a drunk driving accident actually ended up killing someone. Mm. Yeah, right. Awful. Awful, yeah. awful, awful, awful. But under the, um, you know, at, under the, the care of her attorneys, this bitch, this bitch disappeared for like a year and a half because that's what she was advised to do. I think they had her immediately enroll into... Um, you know, AA. Hey, 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 yeah, that's what they do. And they rehab like rehab and all of that because mm-hmm. it was her first offense, no priors. Like, it was a sad ass situation all the way around. She mm-hmm. should not have been drinking and driving. You know, all of the above, right? Miss me with that. I know. But when you go, especially under something so public, like, you gotta it's, lay it's low. Not smart. You yeah. gotta lay low. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not smart. It's and not it smart. is, but and, and it's it not does come public off. Remorse. I was gonna say it comes yeah. off like, oh, oh well. I'm good. Yeah, you're right. I'm, it I'm don't cute, really matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that's that's how it looked to me anyway. Yeah. I was literally just playing devil's advocate. My vibe was like, oh, you think you white and shit gonna happen to you? You went to Hawaii. You went to Hawaii of all places to go to rehab and all this other shit because you like Hawaii is pretty. Right. Like you were still trying to live luxury and shit like that. You was in Miami. You could have just went where you was. Right. You under investigation right now. If you was first of all, what black person under murder investigation get to leave? Yeah. But. But I think for them to put those, res- well, actually, no, no, I don't know. I don't think you yeah for a murder investigation. They can put them restrictions on you where you can't. They can put you on a no fly list. I'm pretty sure. They can't. Yeah. I guess in this case, because they be catching niggas for trying to get on planes all the time when they're not supposed to be on it. It'd be like goofy did ass. They deem it homicide? Did they deem it homicide from jump? They may not have. I don't know. Now I want to know. Right. See, I feel like that's some real like. I'm about to get police about to be at my door. Like, why are you googling this? <laughs> 
Like, the district attorney's office may have not ever brought charges until just now. Like, you may not be cleared. Um, so you can get put on a no-fly list. It looks like, just from, like, quickly looking at it. Right. Uh, the federal government. <laughs> Dre goes to law school to find it out. It looks like the, right? It looks like the, yeah, you can, uh, yeah. Um, like, yeah, I'm they sure can't find you. It's like, it's like, it's like, as a, long as you're it's, cooperating. It's like a case by case. Yeah, I like, imagine she's Depending on how much resources they want to put into you. Yeah. So like, that's basically everything that I read. Basically said that they're like, if they if they want you to be able to sit your ass down bad enough, then you won't be able to go nowhere. But for most people, that's not the case. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like they don't have the resources and the time to actually put in place what would have to happen for you right. to not be able to do those things. Right. I think it's easier for them to suspend your passport though. Yeah. Because I do feel like it's kind of hard to get out the country altogether if you. Or under investigation for murder. Yeah, like I feel like it doesn't happen that often unless you're real rich, or maybe that's why. Well, didn't that just happen? They they caught the um, that lady in Costa Rica. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so I you must know. be able to get up she out of here. She got a nose job. Yeah, she got but reconstructed. She never even made contact with the police. You're so. right. She she because she like murdered her husband or something like that, or murdered. She murdered her boyfriend's girl, her ex boyfriend's girlfriend. And then just shook the spot with her yeah. yoga mat. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing her walking out. I remember seeing that, that, that. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> um. All right. So look, I'm looking at how long we've been on. We're gonna make a decision here. Okay. No, we're not. We're doing both. Okay. <laughs> just Deal. kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Yeah. No, I'm good. Um. So, you brought this to me actually. Um, first of all, why the fuck y'all name shit in Louisiana? Some shit can't nobody spell. <laughs> a lot of it is like French and mostly Native American. All right, well, I fuck with that. Yeah. Because I fucks with the natives. I know you do. Yeah, being from Oklahoma, they my god. Yeah, so why can't you name shit? Huh? They don't have shit named like after. After natives? And, yeah. And. Um, yeah, some of it. Okay. It's like weird and like random. I mean, like I mean, I'm from Comanche County. Like yeah. that's the county I'm from. So it's right. like, yeah, you're used they to do. what you're used to. I'm used to them giving natives small pieces of things to make it look like they give a fuck. Yeah. Because we really from like when you think about Oklahoma, like they didn't send natives there to flourish. They pretty much sent them there to die. Like they yeah. was like. This is damn near uninhabitable land that we don't want. The weather's crazy. Like, I don't even know how y'all are going to survive the tornadoes. Wait till y'all see the tornadoes. Yeah, look. (laughs) And, and like, even the fact that most people historically don't even understand that, like, all the natives from Oklahoma, none of them are from Oklahoma. They're all from, like, vastly different places. Like, mostly from the East Coast or, like, even some in, like, Florida. Like, all over these different places. So, like, I say all that to say... Oklahoma wasn't set up as like a memorial to natives. Right. Whereas I feel like Louisiana, even though it is heavily, you know what I'm saying, controlled by white supremacist interests, you know what I'm saying? It 
there's so much more culture there as yeah. a whole. Yeah. And people hold on to that culture so much tougher that like even the white people ain't white. Yeah. So You know what I'm saying? So it's like Slavery had get, a very different experience in Louisiana. Not that it was better, but like under Napoleonic law and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, it, you know, a lot of the influence you still still see today, and just the culture. Like the slaves different. didn't. So you saying the slaves in Louisiana ain't get treated as bad? Look up Napoleonic law. Say less. I don't want to like sound like an idiot, but I know that there was like repercussions. Like you had to answer for mistreatment. Uh, reduce the rights of the. Uh, it's gonna be too. It's it's, it's too it's too in depth. Yeah, they were under Napoleonic code, which I know. I do know this. Products of basically biracial children. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! Here we are again. But I, I do know that they had certain rights. Ah. So, in turn, kind of created a different class system ah. in Louisiana. And there's a lot of shit that goes into that. That's but... why the light skins got big beef in Louisiana. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I be feeling like in Louisiana, that's one of them places where, like, they be kind of hard on that a little bit. Like, they either are or they not. Like, you either black or you not. Like, the people who, like, really, like, hard on it, like, they kind of, like... Yeah, there's a whole rich history of of Creole people, and just because you're light skinned does not mean that you are Creole automatically. And just because you are darker skinned or brown skinned doesn't like disqualify you from your Creole heritage. That is definitely a stereotype, but it is very interesting. You know, they had rights, they had land. Um, You know, they got to you know be in the same areas as white people and shit. It just, it was like its own caste system. Well, I only asked all those questions because I don't think people realize how unique the American approach to slavery was. Yeah. Um, and like a, like, uniquely horrific kind of way. Right. You know, we, we, t- we really took some shit that was on its face already fucked up. Like, enslaving a person is already fucked up. You don't have Extremely. to do... All the extra shit that we decided yeah. to throw on top of it. Well, we really put a little whipped cream and sprinkles on that slavery right. thing up here. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But anyway, um, we was talking about how you can't pronounce none of this shit. Yeah. Because we got to talk about uh, Plaquemines. 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 Plaquemines Parish. Plaquemines Parish. O'Neill so they don't have me. counties. They yes. have parishes. Y'all don't have counties. You have parishes, which is like, you know. Napoleonic Code. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it? Yeah. All right. Look, this takes me up. Get me back in the screen. When I put the thing up, it take me off. <laughs> no, but um, so look at me. This is my show now. I'm not gonna lie. I am the Um, I love to not have to read, so uh, I'm gonna let them read this for y'all, and uh, then we'll talk about. Yeah, it. I don't even think we've seen this all. We haven't through. seen it all the way through. No, we kind of started watching it. And was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely gonna be interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, if you watching, you can watch. Obviously, if you listening, you just hear the news story. But this is why you should be subscribed to the YouTube because you really want to see this video. He's pursuing an ATV rider in Plaquemines Parish. A chase that ended with both a Plaquemines deputy 
and that 18-year-old rider taken to a hospital with serious injuries. And this happened at the end of May, and the Plaquemine Sheriff originally said the rider would be booked with attempted murder. But as David Jones reports, his family says the video casts doubt on the sheriff's account of what happened that night. This video, which Fox 8 obtained through an attorney, shows 18-year-old Reginald Hamilton and another ATV rider in the early morning hours on Woodland Highway heading back to Orleans. This video was edited by the attorney. Malcolm! Malcolm! At one point, as deputies pursue, the two riders split up and Hamilton heads onto the Woodland Highway Bridge. We're stopping the video here, but in the seconds that follow, Hamilton collides with Plaquemines deputy Edmund Fisher. The crash sent both to the hospital with serious injuries. For this to be going on right. Wait, listen. If y'all aren't watching the video, you don't understand why we laughing like this. It's the way my man jumped in the street on some halt in the name of the law type shit to a nigga who was already running from the police on a fucking four-wheeler. <laughs> like you thought he was just gonna... Brace for impact, Ted? There's no way he could have <laughs> even stopped. Like when you watch the way it plays out, he's flying down this highway, going as fast as he can fucking go on his ATV, and this nigga <laughs> basically hops out the police car and tries to run. Wait, you gonna pull him off? What was you even thinking? Y'all have to see the. You literally have to see the video. <laughs> I just. Dog. Halt in the name of the law. <laughs> like. What? Hold on. We're going to finish it. Let's finish it. We're going to finish the video. Yeah. Now, with, with no answers. No, n nobody to tell me where my child was at when it first happened. Hamilton's mother, Chanel Clark, speaking at a press conference in early June after the sheriff said Hamilton intentionally swerved into Deputy Fisher. The family maintains Hamilton did not mean to. And so to see that child flip off of that ATV, it was jarring. Ashanta Wyatt is the spokesperson for the family. She says the video backs up what Clark had maintained all along. Hamilton never intended to strike Deputy Fisher. To have the video substantiate what she has always said is, is comforting to her because she did not raise her child to intentionally harm anyone, much less a, a peace officer. Sheriff Jerry Turlich at first came out and said Hamilton would be booked with attempted murder, among other charges. But a parish grand jury came back with a lesser charge of aggravated second-degree battery. To see the video and to have it back up our initial claims only further substantiates our stance that the sheriff did not tell the truth. Deputy Fisher eventually had to have his right leg amputated. The sheriff's office says he has a long road to recovery with extensive rehabilitation. As for Hamilton, he went into a coma after the crash. He came out of it but was left with a traumatic brain injury. Nobody wins. The police department doesn't win. The community doesn't win. We only win if we learn from this. We just want transparency and we want truth. And we believe the video more aligns with our stance than it does the Plaquemines Parish Sheriff's Office. According to the family, Hamilton remains in the Plaquemines Parish Jail. His bail set at $152,000. We did reach out to the Sheriff's Office to request the full unedited video, but they declined to provide it. We also requested an interview with the Sheriff, but never got a response. Liz.
Alright. The fact that we both laughed when, when they said that they <laughs> amputated his leg, like... Oh, shit. Like, the thought of this man getting his leg cut off or some shit that he really started. Okay. When they played the video the second time, he didn't try and miss him. He... T- to me, it looked like... Wait, who didn't try and miss him? The motherfucker on the four-wheeler. He didn't try and miss him. Like... He was going too fast to be able to yeah. try and miss him, I feel like. I'm not going to say that he hit him on purpose. Right. I don't know. But it because like I don't really know... really dumb decision on the officer's part. It is an incredibly dumb decision <laughs> on the officer's part. It's almost like... I almost don't want to talk about the fault that the kid really has in it. Because... I, I did, did you get that they were denying that? That the officer was an idiot? No, that, like, the family and the spokesperson were denying that the child was in the wrong. I didn't get that. I didn't get that vibe either. But the I get that they tried to, yeah. They were like, wild. you trying to make it out to be like that he just seen a police officer and, like, gunned wild. him. Yeah. And I don't think that that's what happened. Um, How old was he? 18. Okay, 18. Damn. 18. And I don't know, man. So he's still facing aggravated assault charges. Second degree? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Which I don't even know. I mean, it seems like they're just trying to argue that the sheriff's office lied. You know, trying to make it out to seem like they tried to kill him. But we already knew that because we know (laughs) how the police be. We know the police lie. Like, straight up. Like, one thing that you could be certain about the police is that they gonna lie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anything in their best interest, there's such a lack of accountability it's ridiculous i don't know this kid could could have been doing life in prison if it weren't for cameras like imagine this would have been the 90s nigga like the early 2000s early 2000s like it is crazy because they (laughs) it was just it the way that justice is is like justice finger (laughs) quotes is like administered in America a lot of times comes down to who do we feel like the victim was here and what what do we feel like the message needs to be sent to the person who harmed that person so what I mean is like if you do something to a white lady then like it's like this huge like outcry right but like if you do something to like if you like one thing you'll see all the time where it's like, you know, but what about black-on-black crime? Which I I don't even believe is a thing. Bro. Like, crime is absolutely a function of proximity. But also, right, right. also, the other part of that is y'all don't investigate black crimes the same way you investigate crimes against white people. So, I mean, like, right. if I was a criminal, like, I would feel more comfortable that I could get away with, like, if I was gonna murder somebody, right? it'd be a black man. If I was trying to get away with it, you're saying like if I was like t- trying to think about like if that was my goal like I have to kill somebody you give you like you gotta murder somebody I'm gonna murder you. Same application. And you gotta try and get off on it. Stairs in R. Kelly. Stairs in R. Kelly. Literally, literally. It's like it's all wrong, and I think it is all wrong. Yeah, and I'm not trying. The uh, argument kind of like falls apart is that they discredit the fact that I'm able to care about both issues simultaneously. Like, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yes. Like, I can also care about the crime in whatever city they decided is this week. Straight ran up. by a Democratic mayor. And also care about, you know, 
23 white kids in Connecticut getting gunned down or, or whatever, however many it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oof. So I think that that argument is just, it's low-hanging fruit. But what about, I even had someone talk about, dog. I even had, we were talking about, you know, vaccine mandates. Yeah. And I legitimately had someone use the argument, legitimately, more children in Chicago died this year from gun violence than died of COVID. And my response was, while that is true, while that may be true. Like, I don't even need to look it up. Like, I'm not entertaining oh, this fucking bullshit. Because it doesn't matter. What is... And the price of tea in China is... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so irrelevant. And you're not talking to someone that you're going to level with. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not meeting you anywhere. We'll there's never meet in the middle. There's nowhere where you're going to be like, oh. And there's nowhere where I'm going to be like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's wasted. You know what? I don't care about the 1,100 or 900 children that have died of COVID, blah, 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 from being forced to be in a classroom or whatever. And I actually don't care about that anymore. I'm only going to care about this. It's like, no, both. B-O-F-F, both. Both, both of them. Yeah. B-O-F-F-U-M. I'm concerned and vote in the interest of both. Both of them. <laughs> like, oh, God. Fuck out of here. Did you think I was going to be like, oh, you got me. Yeah. Dog. I so just it's think, kind of the same thing. Yeah, I with this situation, it's like because a police officer got his leg cut right. off, because this nigga is past you the pirate now, and he gotta walk around with this with this peg leg. Right. Which just to be clear, if something ever happened to one of my feet or legs, I would not get one of these newfangled <laughs> prosthetics. I'm going full on peg leg. Full pirate? You're gonna yeah. grow the beer out? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. I'm gonna use my disability check and I'm gonna quit. Find me a you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's Somebody who wants to take care of me and, and clean my stuff or whatever has to happen or whatever. When I walk the hallways, people will know I'm coming because it'll be like. Because I'll hear the peg leg. But anyway. Oh, there you go, Dre. Yeah. But anyway, so because a cop got hurt, there's like, he has to pay somehow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know the police don't like to do their job. If you make the police chase you, yeah. If you make the police, if it's more difficult for them to 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 take you in, then they're more likely to want to like hang you up on the charges for it. Also, pertaining to this, like I thought, if you weren't in a car, or is it just motorcycles? They're not supposed to pursue you, or is that county? I don't county, know if that's yeah. I think that's county because I saw a, I saw a story like that. It is. There's 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 places where. The police aren't really allowed to chase you for a lot of things, depending on what they are. Like if they're not it's a, more danger, of a danger, to the public. yeah. If you weren't yeah. being danger, if you were already being a danger to the public, then they will just take your information down and find you later. Yeah, Which, like run the plates, issue the warrants. Run the plates, issue the warrants. There's no reason for us to chase you. I don't want to live in Gotham, but like also, I I do know people that have been rammed by police cars because they decide that they are gonna go 103. Down a fucking public street. But the and the the thing about it is too is the crime for any of these things is not death. You know what I'm saying yeah. it's not, or the punishment for any of these things is not death. So like when you pursue someone in such a dangerous fashion, where you put in the public safety in danger, yeah. their safety in danger, and your own safety in danger yeah. over what is 
functionally things. yeah not even a material thing like when you're talking about traffic stops like functionally yeah. like a citation yeah like if he would have pulled over uh, and they're my like well you don't know what else they might have had and traffic stops do but it's like yeah that's true but that's all based on a, a maybe on a if right. and then like in lieu of that you're gonna like put all these people in danger and that's your job is to protect and serve not to where endanger is, like, the their, public yeah they're a hippocratic oath you know what I mean they don't the where is their uh what is the word that I'm looking for like the thing that is supposed to like their their driving statement like what is the thing that's really supposed to be the point of why you're out here you know what I'm saying? Not what are all the list of rules and things that we're supposed to uphold. Like, what are you supposed to be doing while you're out here? Are you supposed to be making it safer for everyone while you're here? And if that's the answer, then every decision you make should be funneled through that lens. Is right. this making it safer for the community at large? Right. And if it's not, you got to let that shit go. Other than that, you fight an ego. Right. I'm not fighting no ego officer with no fucking cop. Right. No, for sure. That's what it always is. It is. I thought that that was... I, when you told me about the story, I thought it was worth talking about, though, for sure, because... I think the visual, like, the screen grab from this nigga just thinking that he was about to take on an ATV... What, run that back for me. What was going through your mind? Who do you think you are? <laughs> he thought he was about to Doctor Strange that shit. He thought like, he was Terminator for real, bro. Like, you thought she was... Nigga, what? <laughs> like... What went through your mind? It like it's super unfortunate all the way around, but god damn that was stupid. God damn that was stupid. That's a good that's a good transition. Talking about <laughs> stupid. We got some Trump shit. Um, <laughs> for real. Um shout out to me for the Washington Post subscription. Shout out to O'Neill <laughs> for the Washington Post subscription, getting us some fire stories. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Pay for your news if you need to. Straight up. Stop getting that shit off the shade room. Yeah, because that's not real news. Dog. It's it's headlines. The shade room is headlines. I go to the shade room and I take headlines from the shade room and right. I find I, I actually find the yeah. news part about it. Let me clarify. It shouldn't be your exclusive It shouldn't be your news. Exclusive source of news or whatever. Well personally I think even even better stated should just be you should not consume news in a way that is not, uh, like, researching. Like, you should not, yeah. you shouldn't consume news in a just whatever it said kind of way. When you see a headline, you're like, damn, that happened? You should just go right to Google. First thing I do when I see a headline, I don't even click it. I don't even click the article that I see it on. I go straight to Google and type in the headline. And I see everything that pops up when that comes up. Right. And the first thing I do is, I see what sources are pushing this. Right. If it's not one single reputable source that's got this story. I won't even click it. I'm like, right. that's just a clickbaity ass title. Like, yeah. I'm gonna read it and it's gonna be like, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers ship off veteran quarterback, and it's gonna be like some old nigga you never. It ain't Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and right. they gonna be like, they shipped him off to the practice team where he'll still be with the team for. The, the, you know what I'm saying? So like, I yeah. just. You got to be careful just about go, news. Just go right below the surface, and I promise you'll find it. But on the other hand, sometimes I do feel like there's a lot more people that are somewhat informed that they are they are their target audience audience is being reached. 
That's and may true. have not known or cared about certain things before. They may be hella still ill-informed, but some awareness is better than none. I know. Not me defending the shade room. Tweets Biden do something. Anyway. Bro. <laughs> That's what some awareness does. Biden do something. Anyway. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, on. on the Trump. I know y'all know by now if you even have a TV because, nigga, mainstream <laughs> media love for a Trump scandal. <laughs> uh, you even have a cricket phone. If you have a cricket phone. First of all, <laughs> did they take y'all's Obama phones? Never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> DOJ plans to investigate boxes of records taken to Trump's Mar-a-Lago. The Justice Department begun taking steps to investigate former President Donald Trump's removal of presidential records to a Mar-a-Lago, uh, to Mar-a-Lago, some of which were labeled top secret. People familiar with the matter said, the people who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss the sensitive matter said the probe remained in the very early stages. It's not clear yet if the Justice Department officials have begun reviewing the materials in the boxes or seeking to interview those who might have seen them or been involved in assembling and removing them. Them niggas start reading them documents in the car. <laughs> they was over them boxes. <laughs> the document, the, uh, the department is facing increasing political pressure to disclose its plans in the case. On Thursday, House Oversight Committee Chairwoman Carolyn B. Maloney uh, accused the Justice Department of obstructing her committee's investigation into the 15 boxes of records took to his estate in Palm Beach, Florida. In a letter addressed to Attorney General Merrick Garland, Maloney alleged that the Justice Department is interfering with an investigation by preventing the National Archives and Records Administration from handling or from handing over a detailed inventory of the contents of the recovered boxes. So, am I reading this correctly that she's mad that they did the investigation, got the, the evidence, and didn't immediately turn it over to them? Yeah, I think it's kind of a thing of who gets the glory. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that at all. And she's a Democrat too. I don't fuck with that at all. Democrats do that. They they do. They want the they want the clout. They do. I I was I I was mentioning it just to just to be clear. Like I don't only got smoke for Republicans. Like if you do some shit that I don't fuck, I don't fuck with that at all. Like and I super fuck with the way Merrick Garland moves. Shout out my nigga Garland. I'm not gonna cap. I love how put him on the church fan at this point. My boy doing work. Okay. Quietly. He don't talk about shit. He don't put nothing. He not out. supposed to. He not supposed to. You think they was giving press updates like with Watergate and shit? Like nah, nah. This you is, gonna find out when we want you to find out. You gonna find out That's when how it happens. Shit works. Yeah. You'll find out when it happens. We're yeah. not gonna tell you like the police don't do that. Nigga, do the police in your hometown be talking about? Yeah, we found out who trapping y'all out. Who we found out who got the bricks. <laughs> we putting our investigation on right now. We gonna find a little stomachache next week if it goes the right <laughs> way. Like nigga, that's not the way law enforcement is supposed that's to work. And works. just because I don't fuck with police in the sense of like all the like toxicity that exists within that profession, right. doesn't mean I don't think law enforcement isn't like necessary. You're not like. And abolish the police. In a nah, literal sense. Not in a literal sense. Right. We want I, reform. I get the... I absolutely get the sentiment of abolish the police. Because right. I do. I Honestly, when they start making their case, and they start asking you what do the police really do, the answer is pretty much nothing. Like, the police are reactionary in almost every sense. Yeah. Like, the investigative wing of policing is, like, 
damn near entirely devoted to drug crimes, which to me is a waste of resources and 100%. time. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, but, and it doesn't make the community safer. It does not make the community safer the way We've that police... We've seen over and over and over again that increased presence of police does not make anyone safer. No. Even the police. Yeah. Which 100%. is ironic. Which is it's ironic to me how much people advocate for things that actually make policing more dangerous. Yeah. But then also, on the other hand, say they advocate for policing. But whatever. That, yeah. That's a whole other conversation in itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, Long story short, DOJ doing, doing their, their job. Thing. Yeah. And doing their job. Yeah, doing their job. Doing the hell uh, out of it, honestly. Right up. Uh, if, the, if the department is planning an investigation that might explain why it would not want lawmakers getting an inventory of the materials, D-D-D, you think that these motherfuckers did a whole ass search warrant at Mar-a-Lago and they wasn't doing an investigation? Like, they was like, we ain't have shit to do this Tuesday, so let's see what that nigga Trump doing. Like, what? Right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's just do a small search of the former president's estate. Like, Huh? Even though this has never been done, and we know what these Republicans are going to be saying as soon as we do it, because if they're witch hunt, it has been done though. Right? Not of the president's, not not of the president's personal estate. Uh, estate. Nope. Okay. Okay. Nope. Um, it is unclear to which to what extent the Justice Department has already assessed the contents of the boxes, which the National Archives arranged to retrieve from Mar-a-Lago in January. Arranged. That's why when they call, I don't know if it's going to say this in this story. Some of the shit that they caught was already destroyed. Some of the boxes that they took out of there were destroyed evidence. Wow. So these motherfuckers, a nigga like Trump, you hit him up and was like, hey, you think we could come? It's fucking August. Right. <laughs> they mad because they like, O'Neal, this, <laughs> this bitch talking about she mad because y'all went today and we was going to go in January? <laughs> We are no, you don't understand. We really, we talked to him. He's a really, he's a really reasonable man. He said that we can come get all the evidence we want in January. Right. And the DOJ is like the evidence that he was never supposed to take to his personal residence. Right. We're gonna go get it today. Yeah. Thank you. It's unclear to what extent the Justice Department has already accessed the boxes. Blah 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 blah. Um. Yeah, they arranged to retrieve from Mar-a-Lago in January, including documents clearly marked as classified. The Washington Post previously <laughs> reported. <laughs> the Justice Department, though, has been in touch with the archives about moving its own inquiry forward. People with the people familiar with the matter said, addressing the matter previously, Garland said the department would do what we always do under these circumstances: look at the facts and the law and take it from there. Which is what he says about everything they ask him, and that's why I fucks with him. Yeah. These niggas is used to the Trump presidency of everything is a wave and everything is news. But it's because everyone was put in a position they didn't know how to do. Right. We went from a 24-hour news cycle to a four-hour news cycle with Trump. Yeah. I'm talking oh. about, I would open, I would re- refresh Twitter and it was some other Trump grabs another shit. pussy. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Legit. Like spewing, spewing shit every four hours to now when it's, you know, the, the seas have calmed a little bit and things are slow and calculated and they are slowly but surely moving in on these motherfuckers of Jan 6. They are slowly but surely making sure that they are investigating, you know, these, cr- these crimes that they're accusing the former president of and not doing it in a political fashion. 
people people are shocked, you know, and a lot of people on the left are they're not moving fast enough. He's not doing shit. Why aren't we getting constant Twitter updates? It's like that's not how this works. That's not how any of it works. And it's not supposed to work it's that not. way. It's not. And it and you shouldn't. Don't, exactly. Because the thing is, is that sometimes I feel like on the left, what we don't get is precedent. Right. So what you want us to do to Trump, what if Trump did that to Hunter Biden? Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Trump was like full on literal, like, I'm trying to take everything from, like, we would go crazy. Like, this is clearly motivated politically, da, 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 because it would be. Right. It's like, just let it play out the way it's supposed to play out. Yes, play within the rules. Yes. And uh, all the ahead. Democrats always want to play by the rules. They always want to play by the rules. You know, as one of our favorite podcasters said, the rules that we are always so sure to play by as Democrats, most of the time, I'm not saying I'm not no fucking like bootlegger or no shit. For sure. But, like, you know, people always get frustrated with the Democrats by quote unquote playing by the rules, but that those rules literally saved us from this nigga stealing the election because we right. had we had those systems in place. So that's all I'll say about that. Because we don't just see. Because we don't just exactly. All right, so. So anyways, I'm about to play. Can. Some of y'all don't. I, I I know that I have mentioned Merrick Garland a few times on here, but then like <laughs> sometimes I have to be like honest with myself about understanding where some of the people who listen to the podcast are versus others like. Mary Garland's the attorney general. He was supposed to be in the Supreme Court. He was supposed to be a Supreme Court justice. I didn't really know shit about him prior to him being an attorney general. The attorney general, like, I, I read on him when I saw he was supposed to be whatever, but I had never heard anything about him. Mm-hmm. When you see his demeanor, it's obvious why you never heard nothing about him because he is, like, the lowest of keys. Like, my nigga's like, this is what it is. This is what we doing. Whatever, whatever, whatever. He's super matter of fact. Um... And they had a they had a press conference relating to this or whatever. So I'm about to O'Neill hasn't seen each other at all. So I'm no. about to play it real quick. Good afternoon. Since I became Attorney General, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now. The Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly 
without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, longstanding department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the Department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. This is all I can say right now. More information will be made available in the appropriate way and at the appropriate time. Thank you. Thank you all for your questions. But as I said, this is all I can say at this time. Dog. Yeah, that's the that last part. Yeah. The very last part. Okay. Why was that so gangster to me? Because anytime a motherfucker makes up anybody I've ever seen walk away from that podium, <laughs> until you don't see them in the frame anymore, it's all the my man said, I that's all I have to say this time. He walked away, they started doing that. My nigga stopped, not even in front of the microphone, but hey, hey. <laughs> I already told y'all. Right. That's all I got. Big Merrick, not the little. Niggas just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Niggas was like, oh, our bad. Let my man stroll back off screen. <laughs> right. The fuck is y'all talking about? The fuck is you talking about? Like, I don't know. I'm, 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 I will be waiting to see what they actually took from his property. The backlash that has come from this is wild. Defund the FBI? Y'all want... What? Defund the FBI? But you know what's funny to me? When you really look at the Republicans who are going crazy hard... Yeah. All y'all do so much Trump dick sucking... Yeah. That you don't want that nigga to go down... Because you know that a lot of y'all is complicit in some of the shit that he done done. Oh, for sure. And you don't know how much... How much... How much... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, culpability you may have right. in the scope of certain investigations. You don't know how much, if you Marjorie Taylor Greene, you don't know how much of January 6th is on you. 
and then she's panicking. Well, yeah. she, we see she's panicking. Yeah. And, but like, her face aside, too big to be famous <laughs> like that. I don't know. She just looked funny. She looks. You know that. You know when they make bananas in the cartoons? Yeah. That's what her face looked like to me. Stop. (laughs) And aside from who's going to go down with Trump, we will see. You know, you don't need a wild speculation from me. We'll see. We gonna see. He clearly just said we gonna see. But just the, the notion to say defund the FBI, I feel like that is a wild fucking statement you know what i mean these niggas shutting down terroristic attacks on on the daily what what and to just uh, it's just a wild notion there's a whole new level of dick sucking a whole new level a whole new level yeah they be that's one thing about trump i will say i never seen a nigga be able to pick up a dick rider like trump bro trump like oh no watch this I'm going to say that nigga bitch ugly. He ain't got no money and some more shit. Give me two weeks. He going to be standing behind me talking about I wouldn't vote for anyone else. Right. Right. Like, it's crazy the direct smoke Trump will give a nigga. And that motherfucker will turn right around and be like, I mean, he says crazy stuff all the time. Right. It's it's absolutely Ted insane. Cruz. No spine. Spineless. Spineless. I think the last day to get registered to vote in the state of Texas is like October 2nd or 3rd. We need you one of these right here. Nigga, is your address on that? Yep. Pull up. You. <laughs> Pull up! Pull up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You gonna steal my fucking neon sign or something? The fuck? Nigga, go vote. Shit. It's a voter registration card. Right. She gonna say you mean? I don't give a fuck. So yeah. Credit ain't even that good. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to find Ted Cruz's direct uh, statement about Mar-a-Lago, but it don't even matter. Fuck Ted Cruz. For real. Dog, we gonna see. I would choose any other senator, bro. He's a bitch. Ooh, let's do one more thing. It's been it's been an hour and a half. We gotta go. Cause last time I had a two hour episode, niggas was talking shit. Talking about, God damn, nigga, two hours? But this is what I told their ass. I said, man, you better make that motherfucker a two-parter. You better listen <laughs> to half of that bitch and That's then finish what I the do. rest. That's what I do, too. Yeah. But y'all over here acting like, you don't fuck with your boy. It's cool. It's cool. No, playing. they don't. <laughs> it was actually my homie. Bet my he homie listened. Who, Bet he listened. He made the fucking theme songs. He listens to everything. He's, he's <laughs> my nigga. Nice. Uh, Shout out to him. Keys always know what it is. Let's see. I don't know if you saw this or not. You might have because you be on Twitter heavy. Slight. No. Uh, no, no shade. No shade at all. <laughs> It'll pop up after this, right? If I don't go to the actual page. Yep, right here. Alrighty. Have you already seen this video? I have not. Okay, so question. Before I play this, and this really will be the last thing we do today. Yeah. What is your opinion on Beto? Um, or Beto, however you say it. Beto yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. I think that Democratic Democrats that usually aren't like constituents of that state have a lot of smoke for him. He is a little more centered than I would like, of course, but I also don't think my ideal candidate is going to get elected in the state of Texas. 
I, I, we I need someone. We need someone like him that is a little more centered. I don't think he can win here either, though. To be honest, I'm gonna vote for the nigga. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely gonna vote for the nigga. But I, I don't. He comes off to me. In most instances, this is actually one of the few instances. But he does though. Okay, so in the clip I'm about to show you, up until the part where he doesn't, he yeah. just seems so fake to me. And not like faking, like he doesn't believe He's, in yeah. it, but like everything is a, a moment. Everything is a political moment. Everything is a posturing thing. Like, you know that like up until recently, he would do all of his like interviews or speeches. He would do them in English and then he would do them in Spanish. Yeah. But and he's from El Paso. Right. So, so like that's the, that's the, the better thing for me. If I felt like he was really doing that so that they had a better understanding of what was going on, then I'd be like, I super fuck with you. But I don't feel like that's the case because if you talk to anyone from El Paso, half their channels are in Spanish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't need him to reiterate his Spanish because the TV's going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that, like, some of those people may be present, but does that, uh, it's, I'm cool with appealing to the Spanish voter. I'm I'm with all of it, but it's like. Or Hispanic. Is that what? Hispanic voter? Spanish? Okay. Spanish-speaking voter. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> we're going for that. Yeah, because yeah. that's what we're saying. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? right. But it, it's not that I dislike it, and that's right. everything that he does to me. Yeah. I don't necessarily dislike it. It just comes off kind of disingenuous to me. Yeah. Like, I don't even necessarily think you don't believe it, but I do think you're only doing it for how it looks that you do believe it. Yeah. And I feel like that about most politicians, but he gives that so strong for me, and I've never been able to shake it. The fact that he cusses, yeah, like when he cusses, every time I feel like he's do, it's like, yeah, I cuss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not Beto like, giving you the ick. He does. <laughs> he does. Oh. But I'm voting for him. He has my vote. Yeah. Because, and I think this is important. We can't afford not to. He has my vote because. <laughs> The Republicans are literally the evil empire at this point. I'm voting for anyone with the D. Pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, for real. It's gotten that bad. Once you get through, once you are the nominee, I vote in primaries. So Mm -hmm. I get to choose the nigga who really aligns with me. If he does not win, I vote for the nigga closest. Yeah. And, And don't give me that shit of, oh, they're all bad. No, no. No, 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 no. Because your girl might, like, legit might not be able to vote. I mean, uh, get married in Get a few married. Years. What? Depending on where you live, you damn near already can't adopt kids. Already can't fucking um, have an abortion. Mm-mm. Lucky you, though. Because, right. you know, gay. Niggas be gay. Niggas be gay. be gay. Niggas be gay. Don't be trying to have that, 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 that sexual fluidity. <laughs> you ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? That's what these new kids is on. I done figured it. My, my oldest is 15. Not I you putting it. me in a box. All her friends are gay, right? Because she'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, such and such, she's gay. She's gay. I'm like, they not gay. They just growing up in a time where, like, defining yourself based on who you sexually attracted to isn't, like, the most important thing about you. So they can be anything they want. Like, this yeah. is, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. The boys, I told, I told her the way she grew up now is so different. She was telling me a story and she was like, yeah, the boys in my class got in trouble because they was bringing, they were sharing blankets. They was bringing blankets to school and sharing the blankets in school. I was like, they were sharing blankets? I was like, gay. She was like, what? I was like, I know it's not really gay. I was like, but just to be clear, when I was growing up, 
you might as well have sucked the dick in front of the whole class. <laughs> if you and your homie gonna get under the same blanket together, right? Y'all gay. I just y'all go together it. now. <laughs> y'all go together. Listen, I support the kids. Like me it's too. Ridiculous. Cause why the fuck? Why would why was we call it a piercing? Oh, you gay. You gay. The fuck? Like everything gay. <laughs> it's so hard for me to say. I try. It's, it's giving obsessed. It's giving obsessed. I, <laughs> I have. It is. It is though. It's when you are like what? Like y'all are so obsessed. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> damn, the last thing I want to be is gay. I gotta make sure I'm on peace and cues, so I'm gonna accidentally gay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let me not practice wrong. basic hygiene. I don't want these niggas calling me gay. Yeah. It's like, literally, niggas was getting called gay for like a skincare routine, cleaning it, like washing their hair. <laughs> Nigga be like, like, yeah, I wash my hair every three days. Like, that nigga, you be washing your hair, gay? <laughs> Dropping straight bar was slurs. In hell, dog. <laughs> The bar was in hell. It, it was. It ain't even that serious. Okay, we got yeah. way off track. This is what happened. <laughs> By the way, y'all, this is this is one hundred and ten percent what happened in the episode that y'all don't see. Adding, we did we did a few things. We changed some things. Adding the articles. Great move. <laughs> Me and O'Neal can get sidetracked easily when we talk to each other. It don't even make us sense. And and the way y'all have seen us in this episode get slightly sidetracked and come back, and it gets slightly sidetracked and come back. The episode is going to be on the bonus shit. It was like we got sidetracked and then got sidetracked from the sidetraction and then got sidetracked from that and then got sidetracked from that. It was like, it's crazy. <laughs> we, we had fun. Big fun. We're not productive at all. Uh-uh. It's big bangers <laughs> of jokes in that one, though. I'm not going to lie. It's funny as hell. It just don't make no sense. But anyway, okay. So, Neil got to watch this video, y'all. We're going to watch I'm going to make sure that now 11 weeks since we lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you could buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? Did they even pan in on the person that was laughing, or did that? I don't know that they. Smoke. It was. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so when I read the the story about it, and I yeah. just watched the video, they were saying it was like a small group of people who had like bought tickets who were clearly avid supporters. Yeah. So I think the cameraman knew where to pan to. Okay. Because okay. of like, you know, what I'm saying previous, you know, what I'm right. saying like, shit, or just kind of paying attention to what was going on. I think he knew where to pan, and then he's the only nigga who doesn't stand up right. or clap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that they got it right. That's funny. Did that? <laughs> He's like, look at that white ass beard. It was him. He says <laughs> nigga all the time. <laughs> I was like, wait. Because he just kind of was sitting there. Yeah. I saw that he was trending, but I, I hadn't clicked on the video. I've been uh-huh. busy today. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck laughs at that? A bitch ass nigga. 
Yeah. Republicans as a whole, though, because they do, though. Like, not, and, and that to it's me. disgusting. Even if you wouldn't be the motherfucker laughing, to know that that's where your party is in this stage. Right. Where when somebody's trying to make a point about having a solution, I've never even thought of this. I literally just came up with this. The space the Republican Party has come to at this point is where they're so blinded by ideology that they don't even recognize a person trying to come up with a solution to a problem that they agree is a problem because their party doesn't attempt to come up with solutions. The Republican Party is there, and you can never miss if you don't shoot. Like, you know, they say you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, you actually don't miss those shots. You know what I'm saying? When you think about it, you don't miss any shots you didn't take. You didn't miss anything. Right. And if you stand there not taking shots, talking shit to another nigga when they miss, all it looks like is, look at this bitch who can't shoot. That's pretty much what it's come down to the last two presidencies. I agree. And, you know, a, a shower thought, that's what I'll call it, that I had recently, was the platform that the Republican Party has, and the narrative that like they've really pushed since 2016 has been to take something that we come up with and mock it. We've seen it. Yeah. We talked about verbiage a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even, it even really rings true today with defund the FBI. Yep. All lives matter. Mm-hmm. Weaponizing the word woke. Mm-hmm. Um, my body, my choice. How fucking whack. How fucking whack. Like, it it reminds me of when you were a kid and you would say, hey, leave me alone. And the bully was like, leave me alone. Like, what the fuck is happening? No, really, leave me alone. Like, Like, what the fuck is happening? That is so embarrassing for them to have, I mean, to let their party pretty much just succumb to this mentality, this Trump type of bullshit, you know, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. If I were a Republican, right, if I just were a Republican, not a right-wing extremist or anything like that, just but just a Republican, mm-hmm. I like, are these niggas not embarrassed? Embarrassed of, of, like, what their party has become? Again, there's no shame. This is from a show I haven't even seen. I think it's from Queen Sugar. My homie sent me a clip of it. Because it was like a, it's like a black lady who's married to a white man in it or whatever. Okay. And some shit happens or whatever. And basically she ends up having a conversation with him. And it's based on the fact that black people have a collective conscience that white people don't have. So like when we see a black person do something fucked up, when we see a little Boosie say some stupid ass shit, we're all kind of embarrassed for by Lil Boosie saying that goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Most all of us. us yeah, 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 yeah. The ones of us who have that. But, but my, my, my point remains. You know what I'm saying? Those of us who have, who disagree. Right. Feel a level of, like, almost shame. Because it's like, we don't, I don't feel that way about that community. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Right. Da, 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 da. Like, I would hate for, like, them to feel like black people don't support them. Like, I know there's black people within the same community. Like, like right. it overlaps and I don't want da, 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 da. White people do not have that. What that white man did is his thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they don't feel... It was... was, They were talking about a police shooting. And she's like asking her husband, do you not feel a way about it? And he's like, no, I didn't do it. Oh, the Cartman episode. I'm not the bullet. I... (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. 
Oh my god! Yes. That is perfect. Yes. Okay? Yes. Cartman episode. Because I was. I'm not the bullet. That is crazy. That is crazy. Fucking hilarious. Every time. Every time this shit makes me cry. It never gets old. So question, before that I play one. this. Yeah. Is there anything else that you got? Because I, I think that this is, there's no part, there's no better way. I wrote a poem. Is it okay if I read my poem? Oops, wait, wait. Sorry, y'all. There's no better way than in the podcast on this. Nah, this is it. This is it? All right, y'all. Well. I wrote a poem. Is it okay if I read my poem? Hey, 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 <laughs> you, You're jumping the gun here. <laughs> Shout out I to I wrote a poem. Is it okay if I read my poem? Stop God damn. The ultimate hater. All right, we good. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to y'all for listening to this motherfucker man we appreciate y'all as always the link is in the description of the show go do all this shit subscribe for the 499 if you want to hear us drunk rambling talking crazy shit it was really really fucking fun uh, uh is there anything else nah man nothing, nothing man nah I'll be back yeah O'Neal will be back next week for sure for sure we do this <laughs> we, we doing this regular now so uh yeah fuck with us we'll see y'all later uh, and we'll end this with uh, the most best, the best poem ever. So you know, <laughs> peace out. <laughs> I wrote a poem. Is it okay if I read my poem? It's called "I Was Not the Bullet." <clears throat> I was not the bullet. I was not the gun. I was not the juror that set the shooter free. I was not the trigger. I was not the hate. Nor was I the judge. But still, you judge me? I was not the black family mourning for the death. Ooh, somebody shot our children. Lord, what we do now? And I was not the verdict. This isn't a poem. It doesn't even rhyme. It's going to rhyme, Token. Just hold on. I was not the shooter. I was not the gun. So, Token, you should be cool while we're all here at Skew. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you're not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and